Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. Now, part of this analysis requires that you identify the other functions in your life that do have to happen for life to go on, but they're outside your power alley. Many entrepreneurs, many business owners, many leaders, many people in the fast track in their careers get stymied or stalemated because they start doing all the things that no one else is doing. But we tell ourselves, well, this has to get done. And so we begin slowly robbing the time from working in our power alley to address all of these other gaps. You know what I'm talking about. They are routine tasks. They are taking the cleaning to the cleaners. They are scheduling maintenance on the house. They're taking care of your car. They're things that need to happen in the house. There's the buying of the groceries, the getting of the gas, a million other things. And so, it's not that you're not ever going to do any of these things, but begin listing all these other functions that have to go on for life to happen. If you're not a handyman and it takes you a day to fix a faucet when you could have called a plumber and they'd be done in an hour, wouldn't it be worth paying them $50 rather than taking eight hours of your time, which should be worth much more than $50 now or soon after? And taking that whole day away from working in your power alley to address something that you could have outsourced or subcontracted for $50. You see what we're doing? You've got to start valuing your time. And I'm going to be asking you to begin putting a dollar value on your time if you haven't thought about that. When you're at work or earning a, a living or performing a service where you get a check at the end of the day, well, you could certainly divide that up and say, okay, this is what I made per hour. You should include your preparation time and all the, the things that go into that. But many people don't value their time if they don't actually have a project paying them. And so they're still devaluing their own time by not honoring it. So I want you to begin to think of your Time as having a price tag on it because your time is worth more than you can possibly imagine because your time is precious. Your time is your life. And with your time, there are things you can do that are part of your focus and your power alleys. So you, you getting this idea that you need to value your time and put a price tag on it and begin to uh, see the hours of your day as income earning potential blocks, all right? Maybe you have some bookkeeping that uh, needs to happen that you're spending a lot of time on and you need to hire a bookkeeper. Maybe you have some marketing, some social media, some things that could be outsourced. You need to be careful about what you outsource, but these are just possibilities. Administrative tasks are another uh, huge category. So when you begin, thinking about your power alley and all those things you love to do, whatever they are, those things that bring you results, and you're, you're going to give some attention to those and figure out what they are more clearly than you might know right now. 
then part of this equation is saying, okay, well, what else is out there that's got to happen, but it's outside of my power alley. These are the extra things that are just, just soaking at my time so that I'm not able to focus the majority of my time in my power alley. Let me ask you to dream just a minute. What if you could spend 80 or 90% of your time in your power alley? Can you imagine what would happen? If you're a writer, how many books could you write if you could get focused and hammer those things out for 90% of your time? If you are an entrepreneur, what could happen if you outsourced all of the functions that are taking away from your time and you're out assessing new business sites and you're out building new businesses? What if you're an attorney and you outsource all of the administrative tasks and filings and some of the research and you can focus on those clients that you know how to serve, you know how to bring it home so that they get the good answers they need and the justice they need and you earn your top dollar. So you can apply this, just take your life, take your job, that thing you love to do that you know brings results and just dream. You're probably starting to salivate a little bit. Your heart rate's probably picking up. Just thinking about, wow, how good could it be? Now you see what happens? We dumb down. And I hate those words, dumb down. But we dumb down our expectations of ourselves when we begin to let all these other things encroach on our time. And when we start out with a new idea, we're all about it. And, you know, we might take a lot of pride and ownership in it. And we may begin to tell ourselves, well, you know, nobody else can do this like I can. Nobody else would know what needs to happen in the social media besides me. No one else would know XYZ, you see where I'm going with this. And guess what? That's not necessarily true. That can be a form of pride. It can be kind of a, a just taking our hands and just holding on, latching on to these new ideas and, and an inability to let things go so that others who are very gifted in social media or bookkeeping or something else could take on those functions. So realize that we need to not uh, hold on to these ideas as though we're the only one who knows anything about them. When you start something, that's a very natural tendency because you're so excited about it and you maybe you've built something from the ground up. But you love your thing, whatever it is. You love your deal and you want to flow in your power alley and that's going to require that you take a magnifying glass to yourself and look at what you're doing and how, and which ones are truly in your power alley and which ones need to be delegated, passed on, or perhaps taken off the list. That's a possibility as well. So you're going to identify all these things so you can make good informed decisions about where things belong. Now I think it is very helpful in this analysis for you to actually understand and know your style. There are many assessments available, and one that I like a lot is the extended DISC model. So I'm going to use that for purposes of our discussion. If you are a dominant take charge person, a direct person, you need to know that about yourself. And you probably do. But you need to consider how that impacts your own flowing in your 
power alley, working in your power alley. Because if you are dominant and direct, it's probably harder for you to pass things on to someone else. You need to know that about yourself so that you can make the appropriate decisions and adjustments to be willing to delegate. You may be an influencer or a spirited type personality or style or behavior style. These are actually behavior styles, styles of behavior. And if so, you're going to be happy to talk about things. And you may be talking too much. You may be talking when you should be writing or working or doing something else. So you need to understand the pros and cons of each of these styles and which are yours. The steady, systematic person loves those spreadsheets. We love to make a list and we love to get everything organized. And that is good until um, it becomes not helpful. So every style has an awesome side and a, an area where you can, quote unquote, overuse your strength. And that means that you are so into your own style that you're losing sight of the big picture and making the best decisions for your growth. And then this style is called conscientiousness or considerate. And this person may, may be the one who is bending over backwards to make everyone happy, but letting the deadline slip. Now, knowing your style has many, many ramifications for understanding how to work in your power alley. It also has a lot to say about your work environment and where you will thrive. And so these are discussions we handle in other webinars, but I wanted to bring it in here so that you can understand this is a very helpful piece of information for you in order to be able to plan how you're going to work in your power alley to consider your, your predominant style of behavior. These styles uh, and the things that you do within them will reflect what takes the least energy. It's how you're going to naturally gravitate. So if you have to do something that's a bit uh, stressful or, or takes more energy for your style, you can do it, but you have to make a decision to do it. And again, this is topic for another, another webinar, but know your style. All right. You also must learn to starve out the distractions. So what are your addictions? Are you addicted to your computer, to Facebook, to your phone, to text? Uh, what are the time wasters that just encroach on your life? And um, there are many possibilities. It could be people that are just dropping in. It could be if you work in a public setting that your people love to stop by your office or by your table at the coffee shop if you office out of coffee shops. But it could be that there are people in your lives that are serving as distractions. And there are diplomatic ways to deal with all of these, but you've got to make a change if you're watching your time slip away. Remember, your time has a price tag on it. And if you're giving it away instead of charging for it, uh, the lion's share of the time, you are probably not managing your power alley well. So uh, understanding how to deal with people. And people will respect your boundaries, but they won't ever respect them if you don't honor them yourself. If they don't see that you honor your time, that you have a schedule, that you have an appointment. And so it's uh, extremely important that you begin to look at the distractions that are competing for your time and find a way that you can literally starve them out of your life. Okay, I'm going to be pretty extreme on that. Maybe one of your distractions is just internet surfing without a goal. Have you ever gone to look something up on Google, and so you had that direction, and then, oh, 
this pops up, that pops up, something else interesting comes. Next thing you know, you're watching a movie. Then you're making the popcorn. Then you totally lost control of your whole day. And so internet surfing without a goal is a biggie these days. Email, phone, uh, you can fill in the blank. So there are certainly plenty of distractions to take away your time such that you find yourself at the end of the day not having accomplished any movement towards your goals and distractions simply have to go. So first item is to find out what they are for you and then this follow-up will be to figure out that plan to starve out those distractions. We live in a very distracted world but we know now if we're going to succeed we must be relentless about our focus and so focus is where we're going, not the direction of distractions, okay? We hope you're loving the Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org join.